Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> okay. That's, you're setting a high bar here. Jaden Ivey. Oh, bad. Defend it before I rip you. Let, let me put on a smoking jacket and let you talk dirty right. to me. I'm, I'm willing to listen right now. I, I think he is already the best guard of getting to the hoop in the last 15 years of Purdue basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second of all, his jump shot came around towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Third of all, super underrated passer, great at attacking the hoop, and I, I don't know what do you, what are you gonna do if you have Rick Mount Robbie Hummel on the floor? Are you gonna help off? And if so, Ivy had shown himself to be a Ja Morant level outlet passer hanging in the air. And I think he is the perfect foil for my team. He's got Everett Stevens to play next to him. Robbie Hummel doesn't turn over the ball. Mount Kramer both very efficient players. They can let a young kid who has a potential that is unsurmatched by anyone not in the first two rounds of picks at the guard position. So I am taking Jaden Ivey. Okay. okay. Can I'll, I back you up here, Casey? Can yeah, I back you up here? Let me dump on him first, and then you can build him back up. All right. So, yes. Obviously, Jaden Ivey is one of the most talented, just raw talent on the board. And I knew you were going to pick him. I thought <laughs> I knew you were going to pick him. A half an hour before we came down here so I could record, I was cleaning up a bathtub because my son just took a bath. And I was like, I know Casey's going to pick Jaden Ivey. And I know what I have to say to him. He has played one season. This this is an all-time Purdue player, Purdue great draft. Jaden Ivey may get there. He's certainly so, shown the potential to get there. He stays here two years, three years. I don't see a chance that he plays four years, but that would be great for Purdue if he just decided to stay in college because he loved it. But this is an all-time draft, and we have no idea what Jaden Ivey is going to do the next three seasons. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll hop in. I'll hop in. <laughs> All right, I'll let Travis I, go. I, I got your back. I, he, yeah, I, I'm not, he's not biased by my pick. All right. It's about attitude with Jaden. It's about attitude. And that's also why I like Carson. Carson and Jaden both have that attitude. When they step on the floor, they think they are the baddest motherfuckers out there. And I have to support that. I am all for it. Jaden is fearless. And this season only 
encourage that fearlessness of him. You see it in his face. He has that look. He wants to dunk on you. He wants to score. He wants the ball in his hands. And that is that is like one of the most critical components to be an all-time player. And that is uh, that's why I love this pick, man. I I, I got to give it to you for this pick. I mean, it, it's great value. And my goodness, having that is just going to help your team so much. He's played in 23 I'm games. I'm shooting for the stars, Ledman. He's played 23 games. I'm shooting for the stars. And exactly. He's playing together when he runs down the floor. That's why. He is a true freshman that played 42 minutes and 43 minutes in back-to-back overtime winner-go-home games. He is the best. I, I mean, when it mattered, he was the best player on the team, except maybe Trey Williams. But he was... He is a guard that can do something that no one else has been able to do or produce since each one more. No, look, I'm not taking anything away from him as a player or his talent. I'm just saying this is an all-time player's draft. He has played in 23 games. That's fine. I want, he has, I want, I he, want 15 minutes of him in these games. He has not won an NCAA tournament game. I don't care. He scored 26 points in his first game. Not through any fault of his own, he has won an NCAA tournament game. In his first yeah. ever NCAA Travis, tournament you of game. All people, you of all people cannot make that argument because you always shit on any player who never won a championship despite what they did. I also the, watched the North Texas game, and if Painter had had his head fully removed from his rear end, we would have won. Well, that may be true, but <laughs> now, I'm, not, I'm not here to debate coaching. I'm just saying the guys played in 23 games. Come the end of next year, he may be an all-timer. But right now, he's played in 23 games. I'll take it. Those he's 23 got the games were amazing. He's, All right. He's got the look. Kyle, you're up. I, I'm not. I'm not. A, I don't have a dog in this fight. I think Jaden Ivey is going to be. I think he's going to be great. Would I take no, him no, for no. all-time great team right now? I'm, I'm not taking him right now, but you don't have to. He's on my team. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take Lonzo Martin, 47 percent three point shooter. Bring him off the bench. He can play the shooting guard spot or small forward spot. Um, you know, he's just a pure shooter. 18 points per game, I think, is last year. I think he just brings good versatility. And another dead eye three point shooter to my team to go with Shieldhouse, Troy Lewis, and Dishinger. And I know Shieldhouse and Dishinger were old enough to not <laughs> shoot the three ball, but they could if they wanted to. Damn it, they could if they wanted That's to. That's right. That's right. If the three-point line was on the floor, they would have done it. It just wasn't there. It's not That's their right. fault. Same thing with me and John Wooden and Stretch Murphy, the six-foot-six big man. So, all right, my turn. And since I get two picks in a row, um, this is going to be a little easier for me because I wasn't sure exactly who I was going to take. Um, but for my uh, pick in the sixth round to to finish off the sixth round, I'm going with one of my favorite players of all time to kind of combat the Chris Kramer of uh, Casey's team. I am going to choose Brian Cardinal. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I almost took him. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, Travis walks away. I pick Brian Cardinal. I was expecting a scream from him or something. Dude, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I need your reaction to my Brian Cardinal pick. The custodian. I, I am impressed. I, I like some Brian Cardinal. He's good. He's I mean, he great. can do and he can do everything. You know, he's diving on the floor. He's calling timeouts. He's taking charges. He was a good shooter. Um, scored. He almost almost took Katie and that team to the uh, Final Four. Uh, that was a heartbreaker. But you know. Those that was a good team and, and Brian Cardinal was a big part of it. And plus I just want to see him out there going bald with his knee pads and his elbow pads, just going out there diving on people. That's what I want to see. Not enough of that in basketball anymore. Not enough knee pads out on the floor. You really are trying to compete against the Nazis in the nineteen thirty six Olympics, aren't you? And we will take them down. <laughs> Alright, so coming up next, I uh I I kind of struggled with this one because I've got I've got a few people that I'm like kind of like with Casey earlier with Jay Ivey. I've got a couple people but I'm not sure if they're going to last to rounds 8 or 9. So I'm wondering if I should take them now. But I think I'm going to hold off and we're going to see if I can get at least one of them because there are three people 
who I'm I'm hoping to get at least one of. Um, so I'm going to add another guy who's one of the one of the smartest, a great defender, a pretty darn good shooter, and it was a hustle machine. I'm going to go with Kenny Lowe on my team. That was my next pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. No. 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 What? What? I will not stand for any Kenny Lowe slander on this podcast, Travis. I will Kenny bring Lowe. in. I will bring in Jace to take your spot so quick. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Lowe does not have court awareness, unfortunately. And, and I go by uh, a game in Katie's final season, one of the few that I made it to up to Mackey for. They were playing a scandal depleted Baylor, and with. A few seconds left, Purdue hits a three to actually tie the game. But Kenny Lowe, despite the presence of multiple scoreboards in the arena and being in the corner next to the Purdue bench, fouls a Baylor player on purpose thinking that Purdue is still trailing the game. And I, I just – you got to – Oh, my God. That was one time. In a situation like that. One time. you got to be aware. Yeah, I mean, that was not and a good I, I'm a horrible team, though. Look, I, I mean, Kenny Lowe, I love Kenny Lowe. He's a good player, but he was the best player on one of the worst Purdue teams in history, unfortunately. Yeah, but he was also on the team that got to the Elite Eight. So he was on both good but teams. He wasn't there by then. 2000? No, he, he, was, he wasn't there in 2000. Kenny Lowe played 2003-2004. Fun fact, Kenny Lowe's stepson is on my football team at Harrison. Also <laughs> beloved by Purdue players. A lot of respect for him. Hold uh, on. And, and I think he's a great teacher. I think he's he's a poor man's Rayfield Davis. Ooh. Ooh. I, I guarantee you Rayfield will take that as a compliment. Yeah, no kidding. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, what? Yeah. You good? Are yeah, you I mean, slandering Kenny? My yeah. God. He was, he was a... He's a two-time Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. He was a dog. I mean, the dude could just flat-out play, and especially defense. And if him and Kramer way... played together or played against each other, okay. Like... So now we have now we have Kenny Lowe playing with Chris Kramer, and we have Kenny Lowe playing with Brian Cardinal. No, Lowe's <laughs> going to go against Kramer, and like one of them is going to give him a stunner, the other one's going to give him a rock bottom, and everyone's just going to watch a wrestling match for the next ten hours. <laughs> Sorry, he came in the year after. Whatever. All right. He's still a damn good player. He is. I agree. All right, Kyle, you're up. Well, speaking of Rafael Davis, I need somebody to clamp anybody. No. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Rafael Davis. Oh. Two time. I think he was two time uh, Big Ten All Defense, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Should have been back to back Big Ten Defensive. No, player. hold on. Because yeah. one of those defensive players a year should have went to Hammonds. I, I, I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> Rafael Davis coming off the bench, I feel like he can he can lock down any shooting guard, small forward that, that he, anybody has. He was my next pick. Good. I, I, I don't know if you guys listen to his podcast, but I love he's always he's always ragging on himself. He's always oh, like, yeah. He's always like, man, I came in. I didn't play any defense. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, he was a scorer. He's and like, I, and the coaches and the coaches told me they're like, well, Ray, you're not playing defense. <laughs> so he's like, I guess I got to play defense. <laughs> uh, all right, he has been great to the Purdue community afterwards too. He's come back. He's doing camps now. He's getting involved again, and I think you know, obviously one of the fan favorites again. He's yeah, got a I camp guess. coming up, I believe, at, in June at Harrison. At he's Harrison, July, you can go donate right now and help pay for uh, some players to get in that wouldn't otherwise be able to play. Yeah, and that's and that's a pretty cool opportunity for a kid who you know high school or younger. It doesn't even matter. You know that's a cool opportunity. Play with yeah. a guy like Ray. Yeah, I talked to Ray. Um, me and a couple other teachers talked to Ray about getting it set up, and um, you know he's taking donations from corporate sponsors and things like that, so kids that are underprivileged can get out there and and, and participate in that four day camp. That he and you know, I'm sure AJ Hammonds will be there again, and, and Lewis Jackson will be there again too, helping out with himself. All right, Casey, that means you're up. After after Kyle and I snaked a couple picks from you, it sounds like. You totally did. Um, we're doing what? We're doing ten rounds altogether or nine? 
Uh, ten, yeah, but ten. ten remember, altogether. round ten is the walk-on yes. round. Yes. Um, so you kind of made my picture for me because I had two wings that I was debating between. I'm going to take Vincent Edwards. Just that, that seems that seems bold. I, I think you're crazy. What wasn't he good at? Good yeah, scorer, no, no, good passer, good defender, good rebounder, all around game. He fits in everywhere. Um, just super underrated as a player in general. I think he got called on a team where everyone else was a fan favorite and everyone else decided to rag on him. But he was as talented, athletic, long. He was uh, a linchpin for that team. They needed him. He was able to play big or small depending on what was needed around him. I love his versatility, and I will take that on my team every day. Now let me let me say before Travis gets in here, are you drafting Vince or Vincent? I'm thinking, <laughs> no, Vincent. I'm going to listen to his mama. I, I, yeah, I, I know that was a controversy for a little while there. What mama says, that's the rule. I, agree. I, I, still, go I, with, I still go with my theory on it. <laughs> Vince was good, and Vincent had some troubles. Vince was the good player, Vince the evil twin that would lock him in the basement for some games. <laughs> All right, Travis, you're up. All right. Who you letting out? Who you letting out of the basement? All right. So, uh, since I got two picks in a row here, this is gonna be fun. Uh, I want another three point shooter, especially since I have an idea for my ninth pick and then my walk on already. Uh, I want another shooter. I want another scorer. Another solid guard to put back there. I want Jerron Cornell. Oh wow! Excellent. Not pick. on my board. Uh, I, I almost went with Dakota. Uh, I really did, but I, I feel like Jerron Cornell. He would uh, he would translate his game a little bit more 15, 20 years later. Uh, just because three point shooting wasn't as relied upon in his day, and he still hit a ton of threes, uh, 242, and also part of a team that nearly went to the Final Four, which I do have to give you credit. Kenny Lowe technically was a part That's of... That's what I thought! <laughs> he, averaged, he averaged 1.7 points per game. I was and, like, I am looking at his stats. Is this whole website wrong, and is my memory incorrect? <laughs> no, no. K- Kenny Lowe Woo. did on that team, he was like a super deep sub that did not shoot very much. He had like 30 field goal attempts for the entire season. So, <laughs> so we have just finished round seven of the Purdue men's basketball all-time great draft. So, I will go first as I was the first choice. We've got Glenn Robinson, John Wooden, Stretch Murphy, David Teague, Carl Landry, Brian Cardinal, and Kenny Lowe. Kyle has Joe Barry Carroll, T- Terry Dissinger, Dave Shieldhouse, Lewis Jackson, Troy Lewis, Conzo Martin, and Rafael Davis. Casey has Rick Mount, Robbie Hummel, Chris Kramer, A.J. Hammonds, Everett Stevens, Jade Knight, and Vincent Edwards. Travis has Carson Edwards, Joan Johnson, Bruce Parkinson, Caleb Swanigan, Chad Austin, and now his most recent pick, Jerron Cornell. And we will be back right after this to begin round eight and the final, final rounds of the Purdue All-Time Greats Men Basketball Draft. All right, welcome back. We are just getting ready to start round eight of the Purdue Men's Basketball All-Time Great Draft. Travis is up. His most recent pick was Jerron Cornell. And here we go. Travis, you are up. Thank you. And uh, I know earlier I got my big man for Juwan Johnson. I want some size in the middle. I want a physically dominating presence in the middle. Here it uh, goes. This sounds a lot Isaac like Haas. Yeah. I want <laughs> Isaac Haas. I know he got a lot of, oh, he misses all these bunnies. You look at his career shot percentage, it was close to 60%, I believe. And just give me a guy that if he is within five feet of the basket, physically cannot be guarded one-on-one. I mean, he just he couldn't be guarded one on one. It was it was not possible to guard him one on one. Unless a lot of bunnies. Him, unless, unless you pull him down by his arm and make him break his elbow. Uh, I, Listen, uh, it, it it will always be a question. And see, I know that they we put the Haas thing on you know the twenty the twenty eighteen tournament is the oh, what happens if Haas doesn't get hurt? I'm not totally convinced we beat Texas Tech. Oh, we Haas absolutely beat them. I sat courtside. He is eight inches higher, like eight inches taller 
than every player on that court, and he knows how to deal with a double team. But he was so he was so unathletic and unable to keep wouldn't matter. There. They could run Travis, past him. No, we would have we would have controlled. No, we would have controlled no doubt the boards, mind. and he would have scored thirty five points and fouled out their four big men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey, hundred percent. There was but, no doubt we were going to the Elite Eight that year. Right. So but he was still, so I will pause. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he just. He was physically impossible to guard one on one. You couldn't and, do on what? You couldn't double team him. They could right. not have double teamed him. Yeah, well, because wh- who are you going to send over for your second guy? Yeah, Zaire Smith, right. who was six seven. And, and yeah. he, here's the other thing. I'm going to whisper it right now into the microphone. So I feel like know, we might if have you're at home. Yeah, uh, if you're at home. Zach Eady could be better than Isaac Oz. Could be. Oh, wow, the seven foot six guy might be better. I I'm still skeptical on that whole seven six thing still growing. I don't know. As am I. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to see the tape. As am I. I I want to see Edie stand. But next but to that Haas. doesn't no saying Edie could be better doesn't mean Haas was worse. Haas was incredible and no, he no, was no, no. built to no. beat that Texas Sec team. He was right. built to be. We would have just thrown him the ball in the post. None of our like Matthias would have had fifteen open threes if we had Haas. They couldn't have guarded it. Like, point blank, we would have won by 15 points. All wow. right, Casey. And I, I'm with you. And, and so, you know what? That's why. Because of that, pick. you've decided my pick for me. I'm taking Dakota Mathias because that team was awesome. And Dakota, yeah. I. So, my team is full of scorers. I Everywhere saw you can last score. until my next pick. Everyone can score on my team. Dakota Mathias, that senior year, turned himself into the one that he should have had a defensive. Uh, player Absolutely. of the year. should have. Unbelievable. He's the only guy that looked like he belonged against Kansas in the NCAA tournament. One of the best defending guards in the league and an amazing shooter. Doesn't turn the ball over. Great passer. He is going to be amazing on a team full of people that can score. Perfect and spot for Dakota Mathias. Throw him on my bench. Give me the trophy. The reason he's he's so great to me is just the growth he showed from his freshman year. Granted, he had mono. He was trying to recover from that. To what he was as a senior is just incredible. Right. You want the Dirty Cowboy on your team. All right. Now, Kyle, it is your turn. All right. um, Round eight, I think I'm getting a steal here with Brad Miller. Dang it. For Joe Barry Carroll. I mean, hell, he could even start for Joe Barry Carroll if I need him to. Uh. Brad Miller, top 10 in free throw attempts, top 10 in free throws made, total rebounds, steals, blocks, uh, blocks per game, true uh, number one in true shooting percentage at 63.9%, number five in win shares, number four in offensive win shares, and number six in defensive win shares. So Brad Miller, I think he's the steal of the draft. Like Casey said during our break, Probably had the best NBA career as a pretty board maker. Yeah. It's oh. a good pick. It's, I think it's a great pick. It's a good pick. The way he played his senior year, I mean, he was just such – he was almost a different player from where he was beforehand. Yep. And then he went to the league, got tatted up, cornrows a couple of years. and Yeah, up. those are bad. The less we talk about that, the better. <laughs> Brad Miller was a two-time NBA All-Star compared to Joe Barry Carroll's one-time NBA All-Star. So I will give that. They're interchangeable. Any amount of NBA All-Star is impressive. Well, yeah, that's fair. We are a combined zero NBA All-Star team appearances. I don't know how we keep getting snubbed. (laughs) All right. So I get my my eighth and ninth round pick back-to-back, which kind of makes my next pick a little easier. So luckily, my next pick has not been taken. Uh, Dakota Mathias was my number one. He was he was who I wanted in this spot, but I will settle for Ryan Klein. Ooh, my heart up. is a quiver. I need I I need another shooter. You know, I've got Teague. I've got Cardinal. Um, Levin. I don't know if this is a secret to anyone here. He's my favorite Purdue player of all time. I know, and that's why he's like. <laughs> So, so when when Travis was drafting, I was like, I was like, oh man, he's gonna take Matthias or Klein. I was like, I might take Smith, and I was like, I just want one of the three to be left. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I really so I had him. I mean, Matthias and Klein. I really debated yeah. him before I went I mean, around Cornell. I had him ranked Matthias, Klein, Smith. Small question. You know, okay. Point blank. Who's better, Matthias or Klein? I think Matthias is better overall. I think well, Klein I'm, might be a better shooter, but Matthias is a better overall player. Matthias is a better defender. I, I, Kyle, let's let's have you weigh in. No, I th- I think it's Ryan Klein. I think it's Klein too. Matthias is definitely the better defender, but I think Klein is the better shooter. I think he's always been underrated as a passer. And yeah, he was bigger. a great passer, and he's bigger. Wait, what he did as a senior. Yeah. Off the ball, and when he had the ball as a distributor, was absolutely insane. Matthias played four years and never had anywhere close to the moment Ryan Klein had against Tennessee. Yep. Oh, and that was never his game. But Ryan Klein always had that waiting. If he didn't have to mm-hmm. play behind Matthias and Carson, I think we would have had a lot more moments like that. I just feel like Klein's ceiling, um, his offensive genius skill and size was so underused because of the roster around him. It made sense why he didn't play as much. It is a crime that he wasn't a three-year starter. Yeah, and that's I a mean, how good Cl- and Matthias was yeah, that he wasn't a yeah. three-year starter. But yeah. the reason why that is is because they had Biggie and they had Haas and they had uh, Vincent Edwards. They needed a guy who could be better on the defensive end than offensive. Klein should have been these no worse than the second best offensive player on a team for three years in college, and we saw what that could be with him and Carson. The ceiling was just higher. But I, I'll default to Dakota mostly because you don't play at Purdue if you can't play defense, and that is what Painter and Katie have both really made a point of. In their in their coaching careers, and Dakota was a much better defender than Klein, and therefore that is a that's that's a key difference. And I, I hate to bring this up, I really do. Dakota was a better free throw shooter. Uh, uh, I I don't care, Travis. A Travis, I don't care because look, difference. Painter has been to one Elite Eight, and it's because of what Ryan Klein could do on offense. That yeah, Matthias could that's, not. And he would be in a Final Four if Klein could hit free throws. That's fine, but he literally won a game on the toughest shots I've ever seen. This is true. I I, I will uh, give you that. And and Klein also that Dakota Matthias step back three. Dakota Matthias the, the missed look. plenty of clutch free throws. He was not a good clutch free throw shooter. I you know I hate to argue against my own team because I did just draft Ryan Klein. But like I said, I had Dakota Mathias number one of those three players that I wanted to draft. And to but was me, that because he was a better player or a better fit? No, no, it's because he was a better player. I, I think Dakota's defense, I think, ranks him higher to me because I think their shooting is comparable. I do think Klein is probably a better shooter, like I said. But I think it's 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 negligible to a degree, whereas I think Dakota Mathias's defense is – head and shoulders above where Ryan Klein was. You could argue that Matthias is also a better passer, but like Casey said, Klein was an underrated passer. You know, he he often found the open man. Um, so I don't have a problem with either of them as a passer, but I just think if if you force me to choose, I'm going to choose Matthias over Klein. But it, it's pretty close. Klein was bigger, yeah. so he was way more versatile defensively than we give him credit for. Yeah, yeah. I just Ryan Klein was really good, and he never played as much as he should have, just yeah. talent wise. Like it made and, sense and with everyone on the team. The thing just, is, is he he couldn't play the minutes he needed because Matthias was so good in his own right. He was good for the team. If the team needed more points, if there wasn't a Carson Edwards, if there wasn't shooting everywhere, Klein would have played more. I mean, honestly, Klein and Matthias would have played on the floor a lot more together if it wasn't for Edwards and Thompson and big guys. Like, like, we had two big guys that had to start. All right, so this is my last regular pick before we get to the walk-on round. And my team, I really don't have a great point guard at this point. Um, so I'm going with – what's that? Don't do it. I'm going with Tony Jones. Okay, oh. I think so, I know who Kyle was afraid of you picking. Interesting. Well, we'll see in a minute. I mean, Tony Jones, uh, probably, I mean, he's not as well-known as most other folks, but, I mean, in his senior year, 
He averaged 14 points, 5.7 assists per game. Um, and, you know, that's what I need on this team right now. He's not a great three-point shooter, um, but hopefully I've got other players on the team who can handle that. Um, 46% overall from the field his senior year. Um, and he's just, I need a facilitator on the team. And Tony Jones, I think, is one of, if not the best available um, at the time. So rather than maybe taking the best player on the board, I'm taking the best uh, best fit for my team at this point. So I'm going with Tony Jones. I have no idea who that is. He sounds good. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll go with it, man. That's a, that's a pretty good pick. Uh, blast from the past, really. And uh, as the second eldest member of the team, I'll, I'll give Ledman credit there. That's wonderful. Well, and, you know, in his – what he averaged 37 and a half uh, minutes per game over 30 games in the 1990 season. So that just tells you not only could, could the dude play, he was in shape. He was ready to go. So you could throw him out there for nearly the entire game. Uh, and senior was, season. Senior yeah, season senior averaged 14.6 points and 5.7 assists. That's a solid pick. I, yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, out. so if if I do have him coming off the bench – because, I mean, you know, positionless basketball, I can play a lot of people at the point guard probably. David Teague played a lot of point guard um, at David Purdue. Teague was not a point guard. Well, no, yeah. but he played point guard a lot. I mean, he, he can defend ball. point guard. That's really not what I said. Uh, <laughs> he, he brought the ball down the court quite a bit when, when he was at Purdue. Um, so I'm not really worried about having a facilitator per se – but uh, if I need someone, I know I can throw Tony Jones out there and he can jumpstart the offense. Kyle, you are up your last pick in the non-walk-on round. I think I put All 70 right. bucks down on this pick. No, I don't think you know who I'm going to take, Casey. Like, No? I'm gonna, I don't, well, who do you think I'm going to take? I, well, hold on. Hold on. I think we don't want to influence the pick. He's not changing my mind. Okay. All right. I, I, I think you're going one of two. I think it's I think it's Octius. Already? Who'd you say? Octius. Or it's Keaton Gray. Yes, that, that's neither of those. I'm gonna go okay. with um, a true blue guy, another guard off of an Oh Willie Dean. Elite eight back. Nope, I'm going with Matt Waddell. Whoa! We just got his son. Just that's a true fun. blue guy. Okay. You know, yeah, eleven. Points per game, four and a half assist, four point eight assists. His junior year, he didn't get any Big Ten honor, uh, uh, you know, anything on like first team Big Ten. He wasn't All American or anything like that. But he was a glue guy on an Elite Eight basketball team, and you know, he's a guy that could shoot the ball lights out. But he was also a, a point guard that did not turn the ball over either. He was a hell of a shooter. Hell of a shooter. Yep. This is all you need to know about Matt Waddell and my respect for him. Eight year old me the lover of Indiana high school basketball, got to see him play as a junior and senior at Tipton High School, and he took Tipton High School in the old one-class tournament all the way to the semi-state in Mackey Arena. And to me, he is a legend in Tipton, Indiana. He is a stereotypical small-town Indiana high school player. I have to respect this pick because that's what Matt Waddell was. And then he goes to Purdue, and he has the career that he has as basically the third option on that Elite Eight team. So kudos to you. That is a very good pick. Yeah, well, that team was loaded. So even even being the third option on that team is is pretty damn good. And yeah. he created an offspring that is coming to Purdue as well. Yeah, Casey, what were you saying? Too much like Hoosiers for me. This whole <laughs> Run the picket fence! <laughs> I can't. I can't believe my pick is still on the board. Uh, I'm going to frame it I this think, way. I think I know who you're going to pick. Uh, yeah, can you do. Can I guess? Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me give the reason why, and you're going to know even more for sure. It's Trevion Williams. Yeah, it's absolutely Trevion Williams. He's the biggest Trevion Williams owner of all time. I am. Look, my team. My team has one strength. Everyone can shoot. My team is loaded with scores. I thought about picking him just to be a dick. Yeah. My team is loaded with scores. You know what you need? You need the best passing big man um, of all time for Purdue. Best passing big man I've seen in 10 years in the Big Ten. Uh, 
And you know what else? The one weakness we have is rebounding. So give me that rebounder who is a better rebounder than Caleb Swanigan. Give me the guy who knows how to run the game from the post. Just an all-around beast. Give me Trevion Williams to lock this team in. Okay, so I I shat on your choice of Jaden Ivey because he hadn't played. I 100% respect your choice of Trevion Williams because he's been here long enough that no matter else, no matter what else happens his last year, he, he's going to be known as as a great at Purdue. So I will I will back off on that argument on this one. I can run out a team that has Rick Mount, Robbie Hummel, and Dakota Mathias on the floor at the same time with Trevion Williams in the post. We're going to score has great old man's game. He is beyond old man. He's got Larry Bird passing. Um, is Larry Bird not an old man? Tre- Trevion Williams is a better version of Zach Randolph. But Trevion Williams is a better version of Kayla, Caleb Swanigan. I was going to take Trevion if someone took Brad Miller. Full disclosure. No. no. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. who I right. wanted, and I thought I could get him late, and it worked out, and all of a sudden my team is perfect. Travis. But did you get Brad Miller in the eighth round? <laughs> I got Trevion Williams in the ninth. <laughs> All right, Travis, you have got the last uh, non-walk-on pick here in the ninth round, so you better make it good. Oh, you're damn right at making this good. Uh, I am going to go with a player that absolutely no one is going to expect. I'm going okay, to... wait, 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 wait. Don't go any further. Everyone gets a vote. I want... Yeah, everyone gets to choose. Everyone make a, make a guess on who we think Travis is going to pick. I'm just going to say he's going to go Grady Eifert just to jump across with the red shirt thing. Okay. Uh, well, no, it doesn't make any sense because he has the next pick. Yeah, so that's what, true. What did Travis just say? I missed his He opening. said he's going to pick somebody who no one expects. Who nobody expects? Yeah, so who do you think he's going to pick? I'm going to – hell, I don't – hell, what? I don't know. I'm going nope. to I'm gonna say I'm going to say he's going to pick Link Darner. I think yeah. he's going to pick Zach Eady. Matt Kiefer. Oh, Kiefer. All right, so uh, let's hear it, Travis. I am going to go with a player that is very heady player, a player that was known as a scorer throughout their career. P.J. Thompson. A player is it Thompson? that. A, a player that was absolutely critical for the most successful era of Purdue basketball. Don't you dare pick Matt Tindam. I'm picking Stephanie White. Nope. <laughs> I'm serious. This I is a men's to... basketball draft. You never said it was a men's basketball draft. You said I'm it was a Purdue sure basketball that. draft. I'm pretty I want sure I Stephanie said it multiple White. times, but I, sure. I, I want Stephanie White. I mean, you want – she is the best women's player we have ever had. She is the only – player in human history that can say she is the best player on a national championship team for Purdue basketball. She was a score. We didn't win a national championship with national. We didn't win a na- national championship with John Wood in 1932. Doesn't count. I'm sorry. That that is a loser's argument. But I, I give me Stephanie White. She was a shooter. She was a leader. She is a successful coach. Not so much at Vanderbilt, but at least in the pros. Yeah, she's got a she's got a WNBA title. Yeah, and uh, you know I know it's a curveball, but I'm riding with Stephanie White, man. I saw her play in college, and to have the success that she had under three different coaches during her four years, you know, I'll pick her. You know, all right. Well, I mean, it, she's a great player, but it's a terrible pick because she's playing against a bunch of grown men. No offense to Stephanie White, but uh, you I'll know, I mean, I'll ride with her. I will Brad ride. Is just trying to get the white That's suburban woman vote. That's what he's doing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's playing for the electoral college here. Yeah, just make make your walk hey, on pick. Hey. Let's go. All that matters is the electoral college victory, baby. You should have. You, if anything, you should have taken Yukari Figs just because she has a name that's more fun to say. Yukari uh, Figs, though, I gotta give her credit. She was just as good. Yeah, she's right I, there. She's you, the you, just as good. You you never heard their names separately. It was always like it was one person. It was always Stephanie White, McCarty, Carrie Figs. Yeah, exactly. They won the national championship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, now, just again, to clarify, 
we are in the walk-on round. Yeah, so you know what? Let's, this, let's this, recap our whole team. Let's take one more break. We, we need a moment to uh, all right, reconciliate all right. with all this. We'll, we'll recap one more time. So we've gone through all nine rounds. Only thing left is the walk-on round. I have Glenn Robinson, John Wooden, Stretch Murphy, David Teague, Carl Landry, Brian Cardinal, Kenny Lowe, Ryan Klein, and Tony Jones. Kyle has Joe Barry Carroll, Terry Dissinger, Dave Shieldhouse, Lewis Jackson, Troy Lewis, Conzo Martin, Rafael Davis, Brad Miller, Matt Waddell. Casey has Rick Mount, Robbie Hummel, Chris Kramer, A.J. Hammonds, Everett Stevens, Jaden Ivey, Vincent Edwards, Dakota Mathias, and Trevion Williams. Travis has... Carson Edwards, Etwan Moore, Juwan Johnson, Bruce Parkinson, Caleb Swanigan, Chad Austin, Jerron Cornell, Isaac Haas, and stinker pick of the week, Stephanie White. Stinker pick of the week, yeah, Look, right. No offense to Stephanie White, but, you know, this is... <laughs> With my team, she ain't even going to have to do that much. Well, that's you're really selling her. All right, so one more word from our sponsors, and we will be back with round 10. The walk-on round. All right, welcome back for round 10. And reminder, this is the walk-on round. So we are required to draft a walk-on in this 10th round. However, we are qualifying it that they could have started as a walk-on and earned a scholarship. If they earned a scholarship through their time at Purdue, as long as they started as a walk-on, they still are eligible for this round. So as this is a serpentine draft, even though... Travis just drafted Stephanie White. He gets to go again. It is his final choice. Round 10, walk on. Travis, what do you got? I have a feeling I know who it is. I mean. It's an easy one. It's, it's Grady Eifert. Yeah, I mean, I mean it had to be. It, it's Grady. Uh, I, I love me some walk-ons. You, you know, I got to give a shout-out to Bobby Bucket, Tommy Luce. Stop Steven stepping Poirier. on our picks. Yeah, you're, you're going up. What are you doing? But, Act uh, like a but, professional. But Grady. Grady fought his way up, and he goes from walk-on, barely playing as a freshman, to being the emergency starter when Vince Edwards gets hurt against Penn State and serving it quite admirably, to if Ryan Klein can make one damn free throw or Virginia doesn't pull off the most amazing play in NCAA tournament history, Grady Eifert is a legend in West Lafayette and will never have to buy a drink ever again because of that offensive rebound that he made. He's a glue guy. He does – he personifies Purdue basketball. Uh, I, I know I've called Mason Gillis a billionaire's Grady Eifert, but, uh, but yeah, i, I got to give it to Grady here. He, he's that good. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think anyone is going to argue with you that that is the absolute number one pick of the walk-on round. I mean, you you couldn't choose anybody else. It would have been it would have been ridiculous for you to choose someone else. And the right. second and the second choice is just as easy. It's Bobby Riddell. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two walk-ons that both found themselves playing meaningful minutes. Bobby Riddell was in a uh, uh, a rec league of mine. He showed up with uh, Avery Sheets in a rec league. And it was not fair. Those are two of the best shooters I've ever seen in a gym. And I've played with a lot of D1 guys at Purdue. And those two could absolutely drop buckets. Bobby Riddell was ridiculous. Um, Very talented. So Bobby Riddell was my 10th pick. So quick Bobby Riddell story that I think everybody is going to love. So when Bobby Riddell and I were at Purdue at the same time, he was a management major for a little while there. Um, I don't believe he finished with management, but I was a management major, so we had a few classes together. And um, did I you was also, finish as a management major? I, I did finish okay. as a management major, yes. Um, and uh, I was also in the paint crew, and you know we had a preseason party, and all the players were there. We got to come uh, hang out with the players a little bit. They introduced themselves. They're like, "Hey, you know, I'm Bobby Riddell," <laughs> and um, they go they go through, and everybody says like their name and their their major. And you go through and you listen to him, and it's like, uh, I'm an ILS major. I'm an ILS major. I'm an ILS major. And then Bobby Riddell stands up and goes, hey, guys, I'm Bobby Riddell. I'm a walk-on. I'm a management major, but uh, it sounds like I might be switching to ILS pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Did he switch? I think he did, but everybody in the room just, like, cracked up and stared at him. And he's like, like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. Uh, and then we we were in the same class together, 
and it was the day of um, there was an away game, and the paint crew had tickets to it, and I was the the vice president of the paint crew at the time, so I was in charge of road trips, and the professor was like, we had an exam, and the professor was like, no, you can't you can't um, get a makeup because it's you know that's just my rule, and Bobby Rodell was in the class and went up to the professor and was like. Hey, I need a makeup because I'm on the basketball team. And I like shot up right behind him. And I was like, Yeah, I'm planning that road trip for the part of the basketball team. And he's like, Oh, okay, you two can have makeup exams. So I just like, I just, I just, like rode his coattails to get a makeup exam. So we took the exam, like, I think, like, I don't remember if it was before or after. We ended up in like these tiny little rooms across the hall from each other. And I was like, I was like, Thanks, Bobby, for a. Uh, going up there and asking for that makeup exam because that's the only reason I was able to do one. So that's my Bobby Riddell story. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you are up. Here's my question. Willie Dean was a scholarship player at Boston College but was a walk-on. Oh, at- fuck no. Oh, I don't oh, think that counts. God. Oh, fuck no. I don't think that counts because no. because no. He, he only didn't have a scholarship because of NCAA rules. Right. Fine, fine, fine. I was trying to <laughs> break rules a little bit, but I know. Yeah, I could use a defender too. Okay. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm. I was just trying to bend the rules a little bit. All right. If I can't take Willie Dean because it breaks rules, you know, Eifert and Rydell are like the two most beloved walk-ons yeah. of Purdue history. So now I'm like digging through Purdue walk-ons on. Well, beloved. There's definitely Look, one gonna, that might go above maybe both of them. Maybe. I'm pulling the seniority card here uh, because it's very, very clear that What are you doing Kyle... with your mic, though? <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, it's what very clear that Kyle is sleep-addled as the parent of an infant, and uh, he, he doesn't realize his beloved walk-ons and everything, so I'm just going to pick Tommy Loose for him. Um, <laughs> fine. I, let him I, pick. I wavered back and forth between Tommy Luce and one other person, another local person, but I I was going to ride with Tommy Luce, the king of Mackey. Everybody loved Tommy. Walk on for you. I mean, the the damn crowd cheered for the guy. I mean, Kyle, everyone loved Avery Sheets, too. Everyone loved Sheets, too. Who was the other guy you were thinking of? Well, we'll see who you take. Honest to God, like, I don't even know what to do now. <laughs> well, he said local, so I'm thinking Stephen Toyra. Or Drew Anthrop. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's... You just I, helped him, Kyle. Honest to, honest to God, I forgot he wasn't on scholarship when he started. Well, he got one at the end, didn't he? Yeah. He started twice. Yeah. I mean, I got to go Drew Anthrop. He's an NBA champion. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I believe, and this does fulfill the the legal requirement that all Purdue teams must have, all athletic department teams must have at least one Anthrop on one roster at all times. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. The other one, Golden Black posted something many years ago, and um, I pulled it up, and it's Jim Lewinsky from 1980 to 84. Yeah, Jim started. He was great. Yeah, and then he went and played overseas and got two years in the NBA in the late 80s, early 90s. Honest to God, I really should have picked Rowinski. I mm-hmm. forgot about him. I was wavering between Loose, um, Anthrop, and Rowinski. Yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Anthrop, though, because my wife loves him. Uh, so, if because she actually does listen to this podcast. Uh, Rowinski might have started for you. Oh, hurtful. <laughs> He did average 15 and 8 this senior year. Yeah. Stop But uh, Drew Anthrop still, he brought the energy. He brought the excitement. When you're when you're drafting a walk-on, you want a guy who's not going to screw anything up. You want a guy who's going to help the team in any way he can. And uh, that was Drew Anthrop to a T. So I'm going to take Drew Anthrop. There you That's go. Good All right. So final recap, and then we'll take a couple minutes and argue over who we think has the best team. And keep in mind – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a rule right now. You can't argue that you have the best team. You have to say who you think has the best team that's just, not yourself. I'm just going to sign off now then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my team, Glenn Robinson, John Wooden, Stretch Murphy, David Teague, Carl Landry, 
Brian Cardinal, Kenny Lowe, Ryan Klein, Tony Jones, and Drew Anthrop. Kyle's got Joe Barry Carroll, Terry Dissinger, Dave Shieldhouse, Lewis Jackson, Troy Lewis, Conzo Martin, Rafael Davis, Brad Miller, Matt Waddell, and Tommy Luce. Casey's got Rick Mount, Robbie Hummel, Chris Kramer, A.J. Hammonds, Everett Stevens, Jaden Ivey, Vincent Edwards, Dakota Mathias, Trevion Williams, and Bobby Buckets. A very young team uh, for Casey, other than Rick Mount. Uh, <laughs> Travis has Carson Edwards, Etwan Moore, Juwan Johnson, Bruce Parkinson, Caleb Swanigan, Chad Austin, Jerron Cornell, Isaac Haas, Stephanie White, and Grady Eifert. So, everybody gets to choose who they think has the best team that is not their own team because it's easy to argue that you have the best team. So, Travis, other than yourself, who has the best team? Hmm, this is this is an interesting one, but I think I may have to go with Casey just because I, I love Rick Mount. He, he has yeah. the perfect jumper. I mean, God gifted him with the jump shot, and like I said earlier in this podcast, if I, I would take Rick Mount at 74 years old right now over a lot of players, like just as a White. shooter. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, I would have picked him before Stephanie White. So, uh, but I also like his his mix of he's got Hummel, who's probably the best four we've ever had, and Kramer, just the defender. You know, he made an excellent case for Jaden Ivy that I was absolutely. I, I loved filling in for Edwards and Matthias are solid picks. Trey, uh, that's just a solid team from top to bottom. And even Riddell can come in off the bench as the walk-on and fill it up. So I'm going to go with Casey. Your choice, who do you think has the best team? And obviously, again, you cannot choose yourself. So it definitely would have been Travis to start off because Carson Edwards, Etwan Moore, you can't have a better Purdue backcourt than that. That is the penultimate of what Purdue has given those two are perfect players. They would match each other really well. I like Biggie Swan again in the fifth, but uh, that end, I'm worried. Like you have to go eight man, and I don't know if, if Haas is your She's only the ninth big man. Woman, the, not the eighth man. I I think I'm gonna have to go. I think I'm gonna have to go Kyle just because I really like his bench. Conta Martin, Raphael Davis. Uh, Brad Miller, those are all really strong, versatile players. I, I, it's a three-way tie, Levin. Everybody but me. Mm-hmm. Ah, fair enough. All right. All right no, Kyle. no, Levin, you're in a tie because you have your team. Robinson and Wooden are uh, really good. Kenny Lowe and Klein I like off the bench. Carl Landry is underrated, kind of forgotten because he was on some bad teams during that transition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brian Cardinal, you know, good balance player. Uh, the thing I'm saying, we had a lot of really good players. I don't know who Stretch March Murphy is, and he was your third pick, so I don't know how to two time All American. I get that in the 1920s, 30s. Yes. All right. What's up for that Adolf Hitler? He's a bad egg. All right. Okay. Uh, honestly, I, I think I'm going to go Travis just because that's what the hell I. Are you I'm, I'm what sorry. Is this I like. Travis has the best starting five, and I'm just going to run with that. You suck. I know. Well, you know, what What my full plan was here is I'm considering putting Stephanie White as Travis's walk-on and making Grady his ninth person. That's fair. And, you know, with, with I think his starting lineup, like Casey said, Etwan and, and Carson just would gel so perfect together. Like, and Caleb Swanigan with is a good pick for for that team as well for what he what he could do. Travion would have been better for that team, but that's yep. fine. Um, but overall, I think it's I think it's Travis's team, and I'm going to make Stephanie White as walk on and put Gravy Eifert in as his ninth person and his fourth guy off the bench because I think I think Grady could play with everybody that you know basically we all have on our benches. So there you go. All right, Levin, your choice. Who's the best? I, honest to God, I think we're going to have to make it a clean sweep and give it to Travis. It wasn't a clean, <laughs> clean sweep. I was chosen. But, but, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but, but he, Travis couldn't pick himself. And I couldn't so, pick me. Yeah, but everybody else picked Travis. And here's why. Travis had the best spot in the draft. He did. Because he had the two picks in a row. So to be able to grab Carson and Etwan back-to-back, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. 
and I'm not sure anybody can keep up with them. So while I think I have the best player in the entire draft, mm-hmm. I think Travis has the best team. I will say this. Big Big Dog is going to erase a lot of mistakes. Exactly. I mean, he was that good. He was, he was that good. He was a freak. The, so. I, I think that when you look at a draft like this, Glenn Robinson is so far and away ahead of every other player that we have ever had. And that, you know, and I'll give credit to Joe Barry Carroll, who himself was a number one overall pick. But Robinson was just so much better than everyone else that we have ever had walk through those doors. And, I mean, it's almost like Glenn Robinson's worth three picks, really. I, I, I have to give him that much credit. I would rather have Carson and Etwan than Glenn Robinson also. Heretic. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I think Glenn Robinson is that good. Yes, he is. he is. I mean, I mean I'm, he, he could do everything. The only reason we didn't make a Final Four with Glenn Robinson is because, because he hurt back. his back and was limited against Duke. Yeah. The only reason the we didn't only... make a Final Four with Carson Edwards is because our, in theory, best shooter couldn't make a free throw. Yeah, but... Brian, I know, Clay I know wasn't he, a good three, he wasn't a good three-throw shooter. He yeah, but, was. but the team with Klein and Carson was more of a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Glenn Robinson team that almost made the Final Four, he had some good players, but it was the Glenn Robinson show. Yeah, Glenn I mean, Robinson was amazing. He's by far the number one pick. Like, there, there was no, there was no Ryan Klein to his Carson Edwards. You know, Levin, I think your team went wrong when you took David Teague fourth. When I what? took David Teague fourth. No, I disagree. I think David Teague is a lot better than you're giving him credit for. Who could score and defend? I would take the next six picks over him. Teague does have the advantage of actually being alive, unlike two of uh, Lennon's first three picks. <laughs> All right. Anybody else got anything else before I uh, close it down? Forty minutes of rim protection. <laughs> Forty minutes of rim protection. I, I so think the biggest thing I saw when we were looking when I made my list, and the reason I waited till the last pick to take a big man, our, our depth of big man talent that is both varied and just good at every generation was incredibly impressive. Uh, You're you're talking, our last big man picked was Trevion Williams. Our first one was Joe Barry Carroll. And in between is a whole bunch of guys that were really, really good. And I still had guys on my list. Um, Brantley wasn't picked. Scheffler wasn't picked. Uh, Zach Eady wasn't picked. Uh, Melvin McCants. He was on that team with uh, Troy Lewis and Everett Stevens, and he was an absolute athletic beast ahead of his time. He was great on the defensive end, could jump out of a gym, had a great mid-range turnaround. We had a lot of big men that deserved to be on an all-time team that just weren't because we had so many of them. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the most stacked position in Purdue history, I'd say. And it's it's fitting that Brandon Brantley is, you know, carrying that on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's leading the next generation, teaching him what he knows. So it's it's kind of incredible. It's kind of a cool story, actually. So and, and I do think Willie Dean does deserve a special mention. I know Kyle tried to work his way on there, but Willie Dean was uh, Willie Dean in my mind. Collections rigged. <laughs> Willie Stop Dean the steal. saved. Willie Dean saved the last five years of the Gene Katie era by getting him to the 2003 tournament because. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that that was my time at Purdue after the 2000 team that almost made the Final Four, and the 01 team had a bunch of injuries. The OTU team was Katie's first losing season and kind of the sign that he was starting to decline a little bit, and Willie Dean like single-handedly dragged them to the 03 tournament, and if not for that, it was going to be a very, very, very dark time uh, from 2000 until 2007, really. So I, I have. There's always a special place in my heart for Willie Dean. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. He was a great player. Um, so I think that's going to wrap it up. Now we do always end these with a recommendation. Casey, do you have one? Um, yeah. Uh, 
buy really big TVs, I guess, because that's cool. There you go. Love it. Let's 70 wrap inches. It up. All right. So, for Kyle, Travis, Casey, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hopefully we can get this split into two parts. We're hoping to have it out this next week. Going to be two-parter. Um, we're also going to follow it up with a couple stories on the site and a Twitter poll to see who you think has the best team. Um, but for everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, please like, subscribe, rate, hammer that subscribe button. Boiler up. Ooh, diggity. Are you going to say barbecue sauce? What are you doing? It's your whole thing. Barbecue sauce.